0: Yeah, we are down the home stretch of Santa Lee, the holiday season. We've only got, we're down to almost single digits days until we get to Christmas. And then it's just, you know, it's New Year's before you know it. And the next thing you know, we're talking Super Bowl, Al. It's, it's all here.
1: Yeah, what the heck's going on here? How fast did everything happen?
0: <laughs> it did happen pretty. were
1: we the- just talking about making like Thanksgiving leftovers and or, everything else? I'll go back even further.
0: It's yep. basically Halloween one day. And then it's February 4th in, like, six minutes. <laughs> the entire November-December run just mm-hmm. blows by. You have no idea what's, uh, what's happening. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm in the holiday spirit. I don't know what it is. Like, I usually get into it. I, I really do. I, I like yeah. Christmas. But I'm particularly Christmassy this year. I don't know why.
1: So is the house, do you help with a lot of things at the house? I do Like, the are tree. you decorating? Okay.
0: I do the tree. I, I set up the tree. I put the lights on. I hang the ornaments. My wife literally does everything else. And I, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'll send you guys the video today. You guys think I exaggerate about the amount of Santa Clauses in my house? I will do the video as we walk through and give you a tour of the dozens of Santas that are hanging in my home.
1: This is something you set up or your wife no, sets up? No, Susan
0: does it. Yeah, no, she, she sets it Where up. Where does she
1: keep everything? Is everything just oh, in the this attic? Is,
0: this, is, this is just an attempt to get me in a bad mood. No, you no, because
1: because here's, here's the thing. It it sounds like there's a lot of stuff, which means that there's a lot yes. that's also going to be stored. I'll, like I'll just t- out of curiosity. In June, is there like a Santa right when you get out of bed? Do you see a Santa because she has nowhere to put it?
0: Nope. They're all in the garage with the sombreros and the hula uh-huh. skirts and yep. everything else that we have. Yep. Way too many things. I, I, How I told you big is your, Is it a six-car garage? Like, what is it? It's a zero-car garage because it's filled with sombreros and Got Santa it. Clauses. Got it. Yep. <laughs> there, there are no, no things. If it, my, my wife... Um, was in charge of. I don't know. Like, there's probably a better term for this mm-hmm. of organizing our 10-year high school reunion. Okay, and so there was. She got all the stuff from the school, you know, old school newspapers and things like that that she used to decorate the facility for our 10-year high school reunion. And we've been out of high school now 32 years, still in my garage. Mm. Yep, that makes we, sense. No, yeah. no, no 20th anniversary, no 30th mm. anniversary, but yep. still got it all. So that, keep that, it all there. That's just what in I'm case. dealing with. Yep, that just, is just in case. With. You never know what could happen. You ready for a, a very tardy Ask Slee? Not tardy that they sent it, but tardy that I read it. I've been meaning to do this all day. Go ahead. And, and Emily, you might want to weigh in on this one, too. When they were at their prime, Britney or Christina Aguilera? This will tell me a lot about you. Hashtag Ask Slee.
1: Um, I'd be more familiar with Britney Spears' music than I would Christina Aguilera. So I will say Britney... Uh, but I don't know, like, if I don't know if that means no, no. Christina Aguilera, she's such a better artist. She's able to do. I don't know that level. I just know that I'm more familiar with Britney. I do Emily. think
2: that Christina is a more talented singer. I think that Britney that, is a more is talented I'd, entertainer. I, I, I can't break it down like so. That. Britney is a much better show. Like, if you are going to go see a concert, like, I'd rather see Britney in concert. But Christina is like, if you wanted her to sing like the national anthem or something basic, she would sing it better than Britney would. So you're correct, but. Britney is better.
0: The correct answer is Britney Spears. Let's keep it moving. And <laughs> just say that Number one especially now podcast. that she's been freed. Now that she has been uh freed to to go back and, and do her life, I'm, I'm excited love, to see what she's got coming next.
1: I love that that's the ass Like, hey, we gotta get this one figured out. It's either Britney or Christina. What you're here for. You know what? I'm gonna hop on Twitter real quick. I'm gonna throw this out to Slee. He should have the right answer. That's
0: right. That's right. They see you. You are a master of all. You you have an answer to any question <laughs> that somebody might have: food, entertainment, sports, travel. So you've I'll got have, it. I might have an recovery. answer. I don't know if it's the right one, but all <laughs> no wrong an answers in Astley. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. Um, sports has COVID again. Anybody left?
1: Anybody <laughs> playing? Ready.
0: Nope. <laughs> not really the how Rams crazy have is this 12 guys on the covid list the lakers have 3 the chicago bulls have been shut down the calgary flames have been shut down yeah. the yeah. uh cleveland browns are having an outbreak i think the brooklyn nets played with 8 guys last night that this is what's going on right now and this just feel it doesn't feel like it's going to stop anytime soon and it's kind of a test of your organizational strength right hmm. just how how prepared are you for the unpreparedable right that you just don't know who's going to be available you don't know how long they're going to be gone you don't know if they're going to be gone for a day or two like lebron they're going to be gone for 10 days according to the the rules how prepared are you for something you simply can't prepare for
1: so this is the the, the, the one thing i'll say we, we we got three guys for the lakers the so lakers got the dallas mavericks tonight They're start of a three-game road trip dwight howard's out malik munch malik monk and talon horn tucker all three of those guys are out Trav, we were doing the show yesterday, and it was right as the show was starting. Hey, Taylor Norton Tucker, health and safety protocols. I Right when I finished Lakers talk last night, around 8.15 at night, two more Laker players. Uh, throughout the day, James Harden, Giannis Attentacumpo. This morning was Alvin Gentry. I think there's certain things. This is such a, a an awkward predicament for everybody. There's only certain things that you can actually prepare for. Um, if LeBron James is out tonight, I don't care how prepared you are if LBJ is out of a game, the the chances obviously of you winning a game is drastically reduced. And that's including Anthony Davis is probable tonight. We've seen AD and Russell Westbrook play together. It's a big difference than when LeBron is there or when he's not uh, not in the lineup. The best you can possibly do is what the Rams did on Monday. Yeah. They missed key players. They were still prepared. There were no excuses. All these other guys raised their level of uh, just they raised their game they took their specific job and whatever you thought it was they played better than that they played above that and and rams come out uh, you know with a win over the cardinals there's covid stuff which i know is not the most entertaining conversation um it could have an impact on what sure. happens in the nfl it could have it could it could be the the difference between one squad moving on in the playoffs and another squad not like that's just the reality of the situation that we're
0: <laughs> go, in go 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 a step further Mm -hmm. It is not inconceivable. I wouldn't even say inconceivable. It, It may not be likely, but it is highly possible that we could be sitting on Sunday morning, Super Bowl Sunday, and all of a sudden the news breaks Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady are not playing in the Super Bowl tonight because they've tested positive for COVID. It could absolutely happen. And, and it's just, and, and you're right. You, just, you don't know when it's going to happen. There's really not a lot you can do from preventing it from happening at this point. I'm sure teams will go into little mini lockdowns inside their own facilities, and certainly the closer you get to Super Bowl and playoff games, the stricter and stricter teams will probably get with the rules they have for their players. But, I mean, if you're out in the world, it, it can happen to you. And I want to go back to something you said a second ago about LeBron, that if all of a sudden LeBron was out, the odds of you winning a game go way down. They do. There's, there's no question about it. But, and every sport is different. Football is different than basketball, and hockey is different than football. I, I understand. But I do think that there's something to be said, and the Rams are the perfect example of this. Are you creating an environment, creating a culture, hmm. where you're prepared for anything at all times? And, and at some point, there is a tipping point. But the Rams had five starters unavailable because of the COVID list, a sixth starter unavailable because of injury in Brian Allen, and they found a way to beat a really good team. And that wasn't just because Aaron Donald was great or Matthew Stafford had a great night or OBJ caught a touchdown pass, which all those things happened. Mm-hmm. It's because there's a culture of we're ready for this. We are not just this one thing. We are about getting a, a certain way and i give sean mcveigh all the credit in the world for that and whoever else has to deal with this move we'll, we'll see what cleveland looks like this weekend we'll see what the lakers look like shorthanded like this there's something about building culture if you lose your best players you're kind of screwed i, I get that but can you be as prepared as possible that's what these coaches have to be asking themselves yeah
1: and, and i think you know you the way you kind of framed it there at the end only so much you can do it, again if you're missing your best player so, so. Only so much you can do. You you know, you're probably not going to win many games with Giannis out. You're probably not going to win many games if Tom Brady's out or Aaron Rodgers is out, one of these players. But as best as you can uh, to have your squad prepared. One thing I do want to make notice of, so last night, this is going to tie into today's stat hero of the day, Steph Mm. Curry. Uh, So he now holds the record for the most career three-pointers 2,977 in 789 games played. So he passes Ray Allen. Does it at the Madison Square Garden. You know what's crazy, Trav? He's 33 years old. So he passes Ray Allen. He's 33. He's a shooter. So he's going to be in the league For another five years or so. He is going to demolish that record. Especially now that it's out of the way. Like it's okay. Now I don't have to worry about it anymore. He could just go back to playing basketball. Uh, But pretty damn impressive what he did. Not just yesterday. But obviously over his career. Passes Ray Allen at age 33.
0: He's on the short list of guys. That have Mm -hmm. changed their sport. Babe Ruth changed baseball. You know. Wilt Chamberlain changed basketball. Magic Johnson changed basketball. So did Steph. There, there's the NBA before Steph Curry, and there's the NBA after Steph Curry, and it's noticeably different. And I don't know a, a higher compliment you can pay a player than saying something like that.
1: All right, Stat Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. We appreciate them being a part of the show. It's the first-ever Daily Fantasy sports book that gives a player the advantage. Go to StatHero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. Um Anthony Davis probable tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. Trav, I know a conversation that we had a little bit earlier. Um, this is going to kind of tie into the Lakers, not just today with Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis in the future. Do you trust AD with the next five years for the Lakers? We'll tell you what we mean uh, coming up next. day right here, Travis and Sleeve with Show, 710 ESPN.
2: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple.
0: Year with you for every mile on the road to greatness, good year more driven. all right so there was something that came out in the athletic and they were asking a group of retired players at the beginning of the season and I think this is relevant to the conversation now that these this was something that was asked before the most current NBA season had even started talking about who would you like to take the last shot who's the best player who's this who's that all of these different categories and one of the categories was, Who's going to be the best player in the league five years from now? Okay, which is which is always something that, is, in sports fans, we're always thinking about what's coming next. Anthony Davis was not in the top five. He was not in the top ten. He was 13th on mm-hmm. this list. Mm-hmm. Okay? And it's really fascinating to me because what we're talking about is a guy that if we go back to the end of the bubble, right, sweep the confetti off the floor. October 2020. Yep, Mm -hmm. clear the cigar smoke out of the air and say, okay, five years from now, who do you want in the league? I think Anthony Davis has to be right near the top of the list. He was just fantastic. Fast forward to where we are right now, especially considering that this was conducted prior to the start of the season where Mm -hmm. I think even the most ardent Anthony Davis defenders would say, yeah, he's not playing the way that he needs to play. What have the Lakers gotten themselves into over the next five years? If this guy isn't on that list near the top and has actually gotten worse since this poll was conducted,
1: so it was. I, I think you know, safe to say, right? Lakers go out and they make that trade with a pel- no-brainer, right? Lakers get a of championship course. out of it, no-brainer. You do it. You you can. The one thing that the Lakers can do that most franchises can't do in sports. They can speed up the process. They don't have to go through the full rebuilding process like other squads have to. Other organizations have to. So it was just kind of a another day in the office of a Lakers fan. You can go out there. You can sign LeBron James in free agency. Then you can go trade for Anthony Davis. Now you're in the conversation to go win a championship. Um, nobody questions that by any stretch of the imagination. I, I, I don't know how much of this list takes into consideration availability. And I think maybe you know part Great of point. this is that people don't look at – I don't think you and I ever questioned, is AD skilled enough? No, we don't no, question that. Uh, no, nobody ever questions, uh, well, is he a good defender? Yeah, he is. Is he one of the most elite two-way players in the NBA? Absolutely. The questions I have when we're just talking about his game, we talk about this. You know Giannis every single night is going to be there. You know a- or uh, LeBron every night, Steph every night. Uh, KD every night. That's not saying they're not going to have bad games in between. It happens. You have a bad game. But you feel their presence every single night. You don't feel that with Anthony Davis. The other part of it is availability. If part of this is also well, is this guy going to be available? Can I trust that he's going to be on the floor on a night-in-night-out basis? And that, unfortunately, has not played into the advantage of Anthony Davis. It's obviously played against him. But I, 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 I get where they're coming from because the player that Anthony Davis was 14 months ago is a lot different than the player today. He raised the bar of his expectations, and since he raised that bar that high, elitist can be, that stock has gone down, and hopefully at some point it levels off and it starts going back up again.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's fascinating. I think this is the question that we're asking Laker fans, right? And if they want to weigh in on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, they should do it, 877-710-ESPN. It's this idea of is he good enough right now to be the best player on a championship team? Is he good enough to be the guy that you're building around as you're the 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 tentpole, right? The foundation of your team. And I agree with everything that you said right there. The problem is when you look at a guy. I want to use Giannis as an example because these are guy, you know, would you Giannis or AD? That was a question that was a good question not that long ago. I don't think it's a great question anymore. But Giannis's shortcomings were. Physical, does he handle it well enough? Does he shoot the ball well enough? His free throw stroke. These are things that if you get in the gym, you're going to get better at them. You can can you improve your handle? Of course. Can you improve your three-point shot? Yeah. Can you improve your free throw shooting? Yeah. You know, all of these things, fixable. AD's issues are far more intangible. They're far more difficult to say, ah, it needs to be a little bit more of this. Because if you just look at his basketball reference page, if you just go to NBA.com and look at his stats, they're still fantastic. They're really, really good. It's not that. It's what you described. It's when I watch Anthony Davis play right now, does he have control of the game frequently? The answer is no. Did he, you know, a couple of years ago when they're on that championship? Absolutely. Now, the question is, which of those two things is this guy, right? Is he the guy that we're seeing right now whose numbers are really good but doesn't impact the game in in a night-in, night-out basis the way that an elite player does? Or is he that guy that's just in a weird funk, a slump, Mm -hmm. whatever whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it? And Mm -hmm. and I think, unfortunately, we're getting the answer that it's the other guy is the guy that's the guy. That that level that he went to in the championship season, in the bubble, that was the exception. That's not where he lives and breathes because his normal everyday performance is an A. Like, Mm -hmm. for all the reasons that you laid out, he is an A player. The problem is... You, don't, you can't be an A player and be the best player on a championship team. You need to be an A+. plus. You need to be a guy that's there every night or damn near it. And he's just not. What
1: makes the conversation interesting, Travis, is because we know that the Lakers, when they traded for Anthony Davis, it wasn't, well, you have a championship run right now. No, it was, okay, well, you got AD right now. At some point in LeBron James, his career will either come to an end or he decides to retire yeah. or whatever, you know, whenever – LeBron James decide that that's going to end. Well, Anthony Davis continues. That's not a, you know, AD, you were saying, in the, in five years from now, AD will be 33. Well, KD is 33 right now. Steph Curry is 33. Those are probably your two leading candidates for MVP. So it's not like all of a sudden your production stops at 33. No, he's still got plenty more years left. But I, I think the, the the what makes Anthony Davis so interesting is we know that the concept of AD in L.A. is can you win one or two championships with LeBron, and what you can do after that? I think it's clear that once LeBron's career is over, you better find somebody—if not exactly the level of Anthony Davis, even better than AD—if you still want to be in these conversations for a chip.
0: Yeah, they're gonna to have to, and that, my gosh, can you imagine, Al? Like What's to, to be Rob Palenka and have to fit. Okay where are we in this who who because here here's the craziest part of all who's mm-hmm. better this it, is it is the dumbest thing I'm about to say because okay. I'm going to contradict myself in one yep. single sentence there aren't any players that are better than Anthony Davis but he's not good enough to be your best player well you know what I mean that it, it's just such can a Can I give weird you a good dynamic.
1: comp? Can I give you a good comp? Sure. A good comp would be um a good comp would be Damian Lillard. Okay? So as in Dame can't do it on his own in Portland. That's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. It's going to be a you're out in the first round. And Damian Lillard's an unbelievable player. It has to be that type of marriage, right? Like, and I use that as an example because there are other players around the league that are fantastic. They're really, really good. Joel Embiid is a great player. Embiid, as good as he is, you got to have help. Um, you know, all these players. That, KD has James Harden and Kyrie Irving. We'll see when Kyrie comes back. Steph Curry. Uh, as great as you know the start of this season has been has been uh, you know and it really has been I think it's been the most surprising of them all. You're still going to need help and and that's us looking down the road.
0: All right, let's try our first call on the Dr Pepper call in line. Ventura JC JC, you're on with Travis and Sliwa. What's up? How you doing, Travis? Hey,
2: um, when it comes to AD, I
0: think it has to do with mentality. I think he's a great. I think he's a. Great- but I think it's uh, Mantelli. I just don't think he has a dog in him. Well, that's the question, right, Al? I mean, this is the thing that we've been talking about all season. C- Who was that? Who was Classic.
1: that? JC and Ventura? G- yeah. JC? Well, yeah, I'm doing good too, JC. I mean, he just goes, asks you, know, how are you doing? And, hey, I hope the family is well. Like, I'm just on the sideline here. Jesus, well, maybe, JC.
0: maybe he's g- taking more of Emily's tact and he's afraid that I'm going <laughs> to expire soon because of my advanced age. And he knows that he's going to have a time to wish you happy holidays and, and how, you, how you're feeling okay. for years and years to come.
1: Okay, but can I say something <laughs> off what he just said? I hate when I hear that because there I, I do feel like there's some truth to it that how much fire does he yeah. have? Is he there every single night? Is he, you know, like that part of it, you don't want to, if somebody's skill set is not good enough, then you kind of say, "Well, the dude's just not a three-point shooter. Stop expecting him to hit threes. Just use that as a stupid example. Sure. But when people say, uh, "Well, why isn't the why isn't he there every night?" and they question, like, "Oh, does he want it enough? Is it this? Is it that?" Damn, you you know you don't want to have that type of stigma with you. And maybe for us, from a fan perspective, we just kind of simplify things and say, "Well, you need to try harder." I'm it's not, not in. I'm not in Anthony Davis's head. I'm not in his mind. Um, and you know, it's not if, an
0: effort thing. I think Anthony Davis's effort is, it, it's fine. He's trying. It's a personality trait. It's something that you just don't decide to do. When killer thing. instinct either, type of a you thing. You either are or you aren't. And the reason you hate hearing that, same reason I hate hearing, you know what would make your knee feel better? If you were 50 pounds, because it's true. Mm-hmm. The, the reason we don't like that stuff, the reason you say, well, yeah, well, what, what about, it's because it, it hits you in a spot that you know deep down mm. is true. That's why those things feel the way that they do. Lots of phone calls on this. Plus, we're going to get into the Rams. Who is the Rams' MVP at this point in the season? The good news is, Al, there's a whole bunch of guys to choose from. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ed gets people fired up, Al. <laughs> they get fired up uh, when they, we start talking about whether or not that's okay. he's the guy.
1: Well, I'm, they, they, I'm, I'm okay with that. I think that's – you know, you said something to me I really, really liked. You said that one of the things you liked about Anthony Davis – he wasn't scared to come to a franchise like the Lakers. Like you you yeah. we were Lakers were about to play the Clippers. we were talking about Paul George, we were talking about Anthony Davis, and you said that there was something about A D saying, I want to be there, I want to be in that market, I'm gonna be playing for that franchise and I wanna have those types of that type of expectation. It comes with the territory. And you know, the only person who can really shut all of this
0: up is A D. Well, yeah, you're you're right. I I agree with that. The problem is, Mm -hmm. and I believe this, and and people could feel differently. People could feel that I'm entirely wrong here. I really don't think I am.
1: You're wrong, and I'm not sure yet what it is, (laughs) the
0: angle. I think people are who they are. If you're a genuinely Mm -hmm. good guy, you're a genuinely good guy. If you're a bad guy, you're probably going to act like a bad guy a lot of times. If you are a badass, a dog, Mm -hmm. however you want to describe it, You probably were when you were 13 or 12 or whatever, and you probably were when you're 20, and you're certainly going to be when you're 30 and 40 and 60, right? Kobe Bryant didn't wake up one morning and say, "You know what? I'm going to be, I'm going to be the Mamba," right? That's not what it was. It's just it lived inside of him. It's who he was. It's 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 the way that he was built. Michael Jordan's built like that. Magic Johnson's built like that. Anthony Davis isn't. That's just not and, and to to ask him to be that it's not a failing on his part. You're asking him to be something that he's not, and, but, and it, but, it's but, frustrating but, to me. But
1: I'll say this: the reason why it's such a conversation all the time is because they don't win a championship unless he's back to what he was fourteen ago. But that's different.
0: Ago. I I agree with I agree with that. I agree with you that for them to be a championship caliber team, he needs to be transcendent. He he absolutely does. But he can do it in a way where it's not that he's carrying the whole thing, uh-huh. Like because as good as he was in those championship seasons a couple years ago, LeBron, LeBron was still the guy. LeBron, LeBron Finals it, it MVP was LeBron by a mile. He's right? the
1: one driving this thing. He's the you, quarterback. However you want to. You got to
0: have it. him. You got to have Chris Middleton. You've got to have these guys that are the secondary guys. Sure, Scotty are, Pippen. Th- that mm-hmm. are great players. It's not that he's not a great. But it ain't that. It's it's not that the first locker they're going to after every single game, after every single practice, after every single missed shot is yours. He's, he's Wayne Ellington. <laughs> ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> All guests appear via the Good Hunt. Hey, just wait till Kendrick Nunn gets back. Everything's going to be fine. Everything will snap right back. I still say that
1: when I go to bed. When I go to bed, <laughs> that's the last thing I say.
0: Let's go to Tarzana and Mike. Mike, you're on with Travis and Sleep. What's up?
2: Must be 21 plus and present in president select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: See you. I won't be getting some sleep, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, thanks, guys. Uh, one, most common. Like this is a great talk. I really appreciate you guys bringing this topic up because I think the frustration is is also around his health and the player that I compare where he has this negative effect is Kawhi Leonard like him and Kawhi to me
2: are like these great skilled prototype players. Like you get them healthy when they're in a system, San Antonio, Toronto, LA, they're unstoppable. Cause they're playing against with other all-stars like a
0: LeBron or a Tony Parker or like, you know, a Tim Duncan. But when you build a franchise around them, like we have, and the Clippers have with Kawhi and they're gone from, because of their health, it kind of leaves you in the, like in this uncertainty purgatory. And as fans, it's just like, can we just get over this hump? Can I just get you consistent? But it's a struggle. It's a struggle as a fan to watch,
2: really, when you
0: kind of see it happen because also it's it's really these guys' help.
1: Appreciate you calling in, man. So I don't know the Kawhi. I get what he's trying to do with the Kawhi Leonard, kind of the angle that he's taken there. Mm-hmm. The difference is Kawhi, you know, he's got two finals MVPs, right? So he, he has that under his belt. Um, and were there circumstances? Of course there were, but... Uh, you know, was was Kawhi Leonard the leader of the San Antonio Spurs? No, he no. wasn't. It was Tim Duncan, just Genovi, just Tony Parker, there's Greg Popovich, go down the list, veterans. But he was a key piece and they knew how to use him and they they obviously got every ounce out of him. When he went to Toronto uh, he was the best player on that team. There were drastic injuries that happened to the Golden State Warriors. It's part of the game. That's you know part of, you could and, and make I'm glad a case. And I said
0: it the way you did. He was the best player, but I don't know if he was the heartbeat of that team. He was by far the best player. But in Ka- Toronto, Ka- 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 yeah, yeah, he, he's he's just such a different stroke. He's just Kyle Lowry
1: a... was the heartbeat.
0: Yes, yes. Yep. Kyle Lowry was mm-hmm. the heartbeat of that team. Kawhi is the best player, mm-hmm. but. I, I do think there's something, there's something there. And I'll just use the line that I've heard Mark Schlereth say a hundred times. The best ability is availability. And if you are not constantly – what what makes LeBron James – LeBron, the reason he's on the top five is not just because he's an extraordinary talent. He plays every night. And he has for 20 years. <laughs> there is nothing more valuable than knowing that the guy that you need every night is going to be there literally every night. It's, it's extraordinary. Well, aside from that it- – Okay, how
1: is he how is he from a leadership perspective? Does he have the ear of everybody else? Of course he does. Does he have um you know, are people following him? He has everything. Like there's yeah, I'm not telling you LeBron James is perfect. There's no such thing. But damn, if you're putting together a basketball player and you're trying to figure out, okay, can he rebound? Can he assist? Can he steal? Can he score? Can he be a leader? Can he help bring other players over to his team? He kind of
0: does it all. He absolutely does. All right, let's try another one here. Let's go to Valencia and Izzo. Izzo, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up?
2: Hey, guys. What's going on? Just want to talk about AD a little bit. Uh, my worry is not always for now. I'm always worried for the future. What are we going to build around? If we're thinking we're going to build around AD, I think we have a problem. AD is never going to stand up in the locker room at halftime and get the crowd's attention and say, listen, guys, we got to put out the us. You know, we're in a fight. we got to jab for jab. we got to blow for blow. AD is not going to be that person. So my worry is not only for this season – you know, and as long as we have LeBron. My worry is when LeBron steps away, what are we going to do? You know, we don't have that dog anymore.
0: Yeah, I I think you bring up a great point. Thanks, uh, Izzo. Look, I think he is the guy that will stand up and say those things. I I think we just got to the crux of the issue. I don't think anybody's listening. I think that's the difference. I think he says the stuff. Right? I think that he is, I'm the leader of the team. I'm the one that's going to be better. I'd have to take the responsibility. There's lots of guys that say it. Is everybody following you? When LeBron says something, here we go. KD says something, here we go. Giannis, we're, we're, we're following along. Even a young guy, right? Even a guy like, let's use Luka Doncic for an, mm-hmm. uh, an example. Yep. If Luka says, we're doing this, guys are going to follow. Mm-hmm. AD, it's that, well, yeah, dude, but you don't do it every night. Why do I have to, eh, we'll see. Why don't you do it? You can say whatever you want. It's what you do. It's 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 what you put on film. It's what you go out and do every single night. I can tell you you should eat more salads. They're going to look at me and say, "Look at you, buddy. Why don't you eat another salad?" It's it, it doesn't. You can't say it. You got to do it. Can I?
1: I will say this as people talk about the Lakers' future. I'm genuinely not concerned about the Lakers' future. I'm really not. I, I'm not. I, I get if people want to say, hey, I don't know if AD should be the, the face of the franchise. They're in such win-now mode. We talked about this yesterday. Hey, should the Lakers, if something comes up where you can improve this roster, should they trade a young 21-year-old Talon Horan Tucker? We both said, yes, you've gone all in up to this point. We're just stopping at THT. Every single year that's been played with LeBron, it's worrying about today. Trav, the organization, um, they'll try to they'll, they'll figure something out. Let's put it that way. When when LeBron James' contract expires, not this season, after next year, so does Russell Westbrook's. What is that? Eighty million dollars that the Lakers will have available. I, I'm less concerned. I get I get. You can say that. Hey, is he? Can he be the best player on a championship team? Completely fair to have your doubts on that. I, I 100% understand that. But I think at the same time. They're in win-now mode that I don't think anyone's really thinking three, four, five years down the road at this moment.
0: Let's try one more here. Let's go to Glendale this time. And, Steven. Stephen, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up?
1: Hey, guys. I think uh, what we're all saying here is that AD is an elite beta masquerading as an alpha. And I think the sooner that the organization accepts that and he accepts that, the better the Lakers will be off. I mean, it's just like you guys. Travis
0: and Slee. Travis, you're the alpha, Slee, you're the beta. But it works. I think you guys both accept your roles. <laughs> I don't I don't agree with the last part, but I do agree with the first part. That there everybody's got their role. Everybody has their role that you need to fill. And if you, you can't say, Okay, the the guy that does A, we're just gonna have the B guy do it. It doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. You need a different guy that does A. And 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 A D doesn't do A. I, I
1: All I kind of take away from the Anthony Davis portion of this is um, he's got – I know when you say, well, he's been in the league for 10 years, you are what you are. I I don't know if I completely, fully – Sometimes you're put in a position where you have no choice but to adapt. You have no choice but to change. When LeBron's not here anymore, it will be different. And, and I, I don't know if Anthony Davis then decides, well, I do not I have no other I don't have LeBron James anymore. I don't have this guy to drive this thing. I don't have LeBron to So he just make...
0: decided not to do that in the 12 games he hasn't played this year and just saving that for Oh him. no, the,
1: the the games without the games without LeBron James. I I was making the case that Le, that with Russell Westbrook and with Anthony Davis that they'll be fine without LeBron James as in they can carry the load when LeBron James that's over because that's told 12 games they went 5 and 7 but I'm just talking about from a career perspective sometimes you're put in a predicament that you have not been put in before when he was with the Pelicans it, it was never yes he's the leader of that team and I wasn't watching every Pelicans game so I can't tell you what that dynamic was but there was no expectation no expectation the way it is with the Lakers
0: all right, some very, very big news breaking in the NFL, which we will give you when we come back, plus the dump. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, let's start with a little breaking news in the dump. Breaking news on seven tens. brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. This on ESPN.com. I'm going to read you the opening paragraph, Al. Arizona Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins Hmm. is expected to miss the rest of the regular season with a sprained knee, but the team is hopeful to get him back at some point in the postseason, league sources told ESPN's Adam Schefter and Jeremy Fowler. So one of the top wideouts in football is done for the regular Mm -hmm. season potentially. And, you know, if he's going to miss the next four or five weeks, who knows what he's going to be like in the playoffs and beyond. Bad news for the Cardinals, but – and look, this is this is the life in pro sports. It does yeah. open things up for other teams in the NFC.
1: Tough couple of days for uh, Arizona, right? And and listen, you're right about that. Um, injuries are a big part of the game. It obviously happens. Uh, it, it's critical. We talk about it in the NBA whether it's the right now the Denver Nuggets, the Clippers. You know, what, what are these teams going to look like by the time the playoffs come? But, man, there's nothing worse than seeing a big-time player like that as you're getting ready to approach the postseason and he goes out. Hopefully he is able to come back at the playoffs. But like you mentioned, what percentage of himself will he be even if that happens?
0: You know, every time I see something like that, it, is, it just kind of reinforces how difficult it is to win a Super Bowl, a Stanley Cup, an NBA Finals, a World Series. It just You, you have to be exceptionally good and, and almost lucky as, and almost as lucky. Yeah. Right? That both of those things. Because if the wrong guy goes down at the wrong time, it doesn't matter how good you are.
1: You're out. OK, but le- le- let me say this. Let's just use as an example. We'll stay in the NBA because I think we got a lot of examples of this. You know, we were just talking about the year Kawhi Leonard won it. Sure. KD went out. Klay yep. Thompson went out. OK. Yep. Last season. The the I was the, just gonna say yeah the Phoenix Suns got to play the Lakers without Anthony Davis for a couple of games no um, no Jamal Murray for the Denver Nuggets then they played uh, no Clippers, the Clippers without Kawhi and you know and 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 Giannis uh, and and um, they get to play the Brooklyn Nets where James Harden's coming back from a ham, hamstring injury that's just how it works there's nothing you could do you don't have to be what's the you know you hear this all the time you don't have to be the best team got to be the healthiest and the hottest
0: at the right time. So yeah, it's it's as much luck as it is anything else. All right, mm-hmm. moving on to the next one here, 1968. <laughs> the philadelphia eagle fans threw snowballs at santa claus because of course they did they're philadelphia fans and that's what they do they booed mike schmidt for his entire career who might be the greatest third baseman of all time they gave michael irvin a standing ovation when he tore his knee ligaments on the field as a vet and they bombard santa with snowballs this is uh this is what philly fans do
1: I went back, you and I were chatting about this and I was like, wait a minute, was there a reason for it? Like I was trying to find a I was trying to have them justify it. No, no, no. Santa must have done something.
0: <laughs> Santa threw him the bird or something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I had an answer to it, but that's uh yeah, that's that is the that is Philadelphia in a nutshell.
0: Well it it's funny because I look, we got crazy fans out here in L.A., but it's a it's a different it's a different environment here. We're not going to say, "Hey, buddy, you suck," and throw a snowball at you. Mm -hmm. We're just not going to (laughs) come. We're we're not going to be there in the first place. That this idea that love and hate are right next to each are are, are on opposite ends of the emotional spectrum—they're really not. They're right next to each other. They're both deeply emotional. And I love this guy. I hate this guy. Right? The opposite of I love you is I don't care what happens to you. And that's what L.A. fans do. Like, you're not good? All right, we're not coming. Let, let us know when you get good again. Yeah, but I. you said, no, 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 I don't really care what you do. I'm not coming to see your deal. If you're in a fight with your girl or your girlfriend or boyfriend <laughs> or whatever the case is,
1: um, you're okay with the back and forth. Yeah, but you did this and you said that and this happened and that happened. You know the worst thing is? there's no text message back. You send like four or five texts and it's complete silence. That's the LA fan base. It's like oh, we're just not interested anymore. You were, you were figure, it figure, it <laughs> figure it out. figure it out sports Figure it out. When you get your act together, maybe we'll talk then. That's kind of the uh, you know that's kind of the LA sports scene.
0: I like that. Today is National Cupcake Day. Are you a, uh, a cupcake guy?
1: Don't really care for it. Don't go out of my way. I mean, if it's there, I'll, I'll probably have it, but... Uh not going out of my way for a cupcake you?
0: I, I think that's the right answer they, but I'll, i will say this you know that party i've been talking about that i went to had a beautiful spread all this delicious food and then all of a sudden i noticed that there was a little tower of cupcakes over in the corner i'm like okay eh, i'll dabble in a little cupcake action right now it was glorious it do you do the thing any better
1: do you do the thing like where you tell well if you're forcing me to and nobody said anything to you <laughs> well, you're you might like, as well,
0: well. <laughs> you know what my go-to line is i better make sure that these aren't poisonous i better try one just to make for the group to make sure that uh that's the fourth
1: time you've said that in 15 minutes we got it we got the joke
0: i have to have the red velvet i have to have the chocolate i have to go right on down the line and make sure that they're all uh where they're supposed to be how do people get the pods?
1: espn app or on itunes if you miss any part of the show always 10 a.m to 1 p.m live monday through friday if you miss it catch it on the podcast just search travis and
0: all right, so you should probably get here at 10 o'clock when we start every morning, but if you are a little late, you can always go back and check out the pod. Mason and Ireland is coming up next. Laker game tonight. We're all over it tomorrow morning. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.